Hey, what's up? Mondo Fresco here, and welcome back to Mondo and Friends. I'm here with another one of my friends. Yes. Young Chicago radio legend. I'm talking oh, legendary. Thank you. Nina Chantel, how are you? Thank you. I'm good, especially now that you gave me all that love. Come I feel on. good. That was a good one. Thank you. So uh, let's, we have a lot to talk about. Um, the one thing that the first thing that I want to talk to you about is, you know, we both come from radio. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you first fall in love with radio? Oh, I feel like I'm in the movie Brown Sugar. I like it. <laughs> I like it. A little almost death action. Um, to be honest with you, the story goes that I literally was working at a hospital, Rush Presbyterian St. Luke in Chicago on the west side. And... I was doing Medicare and Medicaid contractual adjustments, nothing to do with anything. I was going to a community college um, in in South Chicago, like in the suburbs, and I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I was just taking my prerequisites. And somebody dared me to do a demo to do an air check. Wow. And I was like, what are you talking about? What is that? They're like, no, you talk to everybody. Like, you don't care. You, you got a good voice. And this is something you should do. And I was like, look, get me a bottle of wine. Make me comfortable. And then we'll talk about it or whatever. So they did. And they helped me edit and do all those things. And it was a Thursday. So they said tomorrow, because where I worked, it was off of Ashland and Polina, which literally, if you go over a bridge, you're in downtown Chicago, where the Chicago Board of Trade is and everything. So on my lunch, they said, go turn it into these three radio stations. And then the other station that was the final one, I was to go drop it off near my home, Yeah, which I was staying on the south side of Chicago, but in the burbs, it was like the border of Indiana. And that station, that was Friday, Monday at 3 p.m., I'm at my cubicle and I get a, a call. Wow. And it was the program director like, hey, would you like to come in for an interview on Wednesday? I was like, what? Like, this is real. So I called the person who told me to do the air check. And I'm like, yo. So they called me to come in on Wednesday. And they're like, shut up. That never happens. I was like, no, I'm so <laughs> serious. But now I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And now I feel stupid. What am I supposed to do? They think that I'm a whole professional. I don't know what I'm doing. So I went in and they kind of like gave me a spiel of, oh, we thought you were experienced or whatever. And I was like, sorry, I'm not. But I had a heart to heart. And I was like, listen, closed mouths don't get fed. I'm asking you to give me a chance. You saw something in me. I honestly don't know what I'm going to do in life. Is it possible that you could just give me a chance? They said you have two days because you don't we don't have a budget to have somebody sit with you to do part time. Because it would have just been part-time. So you have two days to sink or swim. Wow. And that was about, you 19, your butt off. about 19 years ago. So that's how that happened. So I wouldn't say fall in love with radio. It's I had to learn from day one because I didn't go to school for this. Wow. Now, now okay, so two days in, when was it that point where you said, okay, I want to do radio full-time? Well, now I feel like... Again, I don't know what I'm going to do in life because I'm still working at the hospital from 8 to 4.30. I'm still going to school at the community college on Tuesdays and Thursdays at night. And now I'm doing a a Sunday morning shift from 7 a.m. till noon and a Friday night from midnight till 4. And I'm the primary swing shift person. So I'm filling in for the full-time people. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm doing in life. I'm taking my prerequisites. This seems like a thing that could work out. And I kind of just rolled with it and I had to figure it out. So a year and seven months later, I was hired to do afternoon drive in Miami on a station that they had just um, flipped. And it was called 103.5 The Beat in Miami. It was Mm -hmm. iHeartRadio. And my boss uh, that brought me to Los Angeles, fast forward to like recent, he was the one who had brought me to to Miami back then. Yeah. And so a year and seven months into just doing part-time in my hometown, Market 3 of Chicago, I was blessed with the opportunity to go to Miami and do afternoon drive. And I was called the first lady of the beat. And um, not Amazing. to toot my own horn, because that's not what I'm trying to do, but, but I was toot, blessed. Toot. No, no, no. But this is why it gives you the story, <laughs> is that I was blessed with number one ratings in my first book. Amazing. And that's when I things just took off. Wow. So that was, yeah, Miami was my full time gig a year and seven months later. And then I was just kind of like, I guess this is what I'm supposed to be doing. That's crazy. I've been, look, Mando, everything has been one day at a time for this whole time in my career. Like, we'll just figure it out. 
right, man, that's that. You know what I, I love about that is that it's a non-traditional radio like journey. A lot of people, you know, that's what they they they're in, they either start in promotions, they want to get in and do radio in some way somehow. The fact that you were dared to do radio, yeah, and then little by little, like you 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 just saw the opportunity and, and you just ran with it. Well, I just thank God every day too, and I don't think that people do that enough. You have yeah. to you have to think whatever faith you have or whatever it is that you believe in. You know, I believe in spirituality, the universe, signs, but I also believe that God's got me through all of this. Yeah. And I just was like, if he's giving me a path, there's always something that somebody should take as like, sure, there's crossroads in life. Everybody has opportunities and decisions you have to make. There can be a path where I believe even like um, Tom Hanks in the movie Castaway, there's literally a point where there's a crossroad. You could either yeah. go left, right, straight behind. And you just have to know which journey is yours and, and make the decision for you. And that's been my journey this whole time is God's got me and I'm just going to roll with it because he's leading me on that path for a reason. Plus being from the South side of Chicago, like I have like the street smarts to not believe everybody because being a young woman and having to move for move from state to state by myself, I had to learn the business still playing it off. Like I know what a traffic log is. This is where you put the commercials back then they were on paper. <laughs> I had to learn how to do that. The legal point, I had to learn how to do appearances is what they're called. I had to <laughs> learn how to, the street smarts of the South side of Chicago brought me to, you know, you also have to learn to make friends in a different yeah. city. And those are the people that I take seriously. I'm not going to just bring anybody to my house. You got to know the Batcave if I'm loyal to you and your friends. You know how it is. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. So you're, you're growing up in, in Chicago, um, you know, Mexican-American. How was that experience? You know, I'm, I'm Mexican-American, grew up in L.A. How was it for you growing up in, in, in the shy? So a lot of people like are like, how did Mexicans get to Chicago? Because usually there's not a lot of Mexicans in Chicago. And I asked my dad that, and that's a whole long story we're not going to talk about, but apparently like they drive a certain way and then people find out that there's jobs there. And I got the whole history of it all. But um, growing up, my mamia, may she rest in peace. That's what we called my grandmother, my mother's mom. And my, and my teto is what we call my grandfather. His name is Teofilo. And he's my one living grandparent. He's 95, bless his heart. Wow. Yeah. And so they used to watch us when we were little. So we grew up, you know, in the in the Mexican culture of learning the real like in summers. We go out until I was like eight years old every summer to like Guanajuato. But the real stuff, not like vacation. Like I'm not talking Cozumel, Puerto Vallarta, Cancun. Yeah. I'm talking like. San Nicolás, there's like scorpions in Durango. You have to go to the bathroom. You have to like go outside and like it was scary. You would have to go like share a bath with your sister because the money that you put in, the hot water only lasts for a certain amount yep. of time. You become yep. humbled. Yep. And so a lot of people in this business, they don't see that. They think I'm God's gift because I'm on the radio and I'm somebody in front of a camera and they forget where they come from. Yep. And I believe that you just don't forget that. I'm humble. I know where I come from. I know I didn't have much. My mom and my dad didn't make us feel like we didn't have anything, but we really didn't have anything, yeah. you know? I mean, I shouldn't say anything much. And so working hard is because that was where our morals, ethics, growth is from. So that part of being Mexican in Chicago, by the way, a lot of people don't believe that because when I speak Spanish, everybody's like, are you Puerto Rican from New York? Like, I'm Mexican from Chicago, yo, but I know that the the way I speak Spanish is a little bit different. Because even when I got here, yeah. people were like, nah, she's not Mexican. Because I don't sound like a Mexican from L.A. I sound different. Right, right. And I know that. But, hey, whatever. We're all from different places. But um, point of the story, there's a place in Chicago called 26th Street. So from one corner to, like, another corner, there's a big um, arch. And it says, Welcome to Little Mexico. And then they have everything from like all kinds of taquerias. Yo, if you go there to Chicago yeah. and I'm there, you got to go to like taqueria queremes. You got to go oh, to man. like, yo, like. It's based on the los, name. I know los comales, like whatever. I used to go like to the straight up Mexican like clubs on that street when I shouldn't have been with like a little fake ID back <laughs> in the day. And I would go when they would play like this one, Panda Machos oh, and like Arcangel Arquince. How about, and, like, you, los you know, do you know, um. 
La noche que Chicago se murió. murió. And I would do the dance where you do like this and you dip <laughs> with your knee. And I used to have a little bandana and I would put it in my little back pocket. It would say Durango. Oh. And I had my tejano on with like the little gold rim. Quit playing with me. Oh. And I would be over there dancing. There was this fine ass guy from La Manzanilla. I still remember his name. What's up, Baldo? Osvaldo, if you're still around. But he was a daddy. Shoot your shot. Shoot your yeah, shot. Yeah, he went to Wells High School. If anybody knows him, because I forgot his last name. He was a poppy. What's up, Osvaldo? Probably married with a thousand kids. But anyway, I would go and dance all the mm -hmm. time. That was our thing. There was Noah Noah, Mario's Ballroom on 26th Street. It was Noah Noah was off of Broadway. But anyway, also when I was telling you from one block to here, it would say welcome to Little Mexico. Um, there was also an area for Puerto Ricans. It's called Humble Park. And same thing from one corner to another. It was a big like flag. It was a Puerto Rican. It, yeah. it still is. I shouldn't say was. It still is a Puerto Rican flag. And you know that you're in Humble Park. Yeah. And then we have Greek town. We've got Chinatown. We've got all of that stuff. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, I've never, I've never been to Chicago. You gotta go when you go. Yeah. It'll be like when I'm out there after the whole COVID thing. Cause I ain't going nowhere. I'm not traveling. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. I'm not even going home for holidays. You're not? No. What's up? You your family cooks? Because I, I, yeah, I don't have... My family's here. I don't have my LA. family here. They're all in Chicago. So I might have to crash your party. Yeah. I got, I got I'm you. all inviting myself. We got pozole and tamales yes. on, on deck. Sign me up. I got you. Mucho limón y también este with the cabbage. Hell yes. I oh, you know what's up. You know what's up. Mm -hmm. When we say Verizon to Damas, we mean it. La red más premiada ahora incluye Disney Plus, Hulu e ESPN Plus. Todos pueden tener lo que quieren sin pagar de más. Y todo desde $35 por línea. The network more people rely on te da más. Cámbiate a Verizon. You know, talk to, we just talked about the pandemic. Talk to me about how the pandemic has changed your outlook on life uh, and then how it's changed radio. Like, I know you were doing radio from home. Are you, I think you're still doing it, right? Yeah, I'm doing my shows blessed and grateful to be doing my um, shows from home since March 13th. Um, I, I do the Bay Area on Star 1013 Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. till 3. I'm still on in Los Angeles. I do uh, the weekends on 104.3 My FM. And then I'm also still on in Chicago on 103.5 Kiss FM. And I'm doing those from home. But the way it's also changed things is my family, my mom is also has a compromised immune system. Again, it's different for a lot of people. It's really touchy. A lot of people don't believe COVID's real. They right, feel like right. it's a big deal and it can't affect you. And my sister is a nurse in Chicago and she has to deal with COVID patients. And she ended up getting COVID and oh. she was really sick for the first eight days and she lost her sense of taste. She was very nauseous, extremely fatigued. I was worried because she had to quarantine away from my niece and my nephew and, and her husband. And she had to live somewhere else, you know, for a whole month because she tested positive four times. Man. So like the first two weeks, she thought, okay, you know, we got to get back to work. And so she got tested. It was positive again. So because she's a nurse, she had to quarantine for another two weeks. And then she got tested again and she was positive again. So the, um, you know, for the nurses, they were like, let's make sure let's do a swab, a nasal swab and let's do a blood test. Yeah. And same thing. But she's fine now. Thank you, Jesus. But she still gets the effects of the fatigue. So yeah. things do stick around. Also, my mom, she's got a compromised immune system and we're very family oriented yeah. and we're very close. And like my mom kicks it with us. Like she'll come out here with my brother and my sister. I'm a middle child. I have an older sister, Veronica, and my younger brother, Daniel. So my mom will come with them and, you know, they'll, we'll go hang out and have drinks. My mom's cool. And she, <laughs> she's a cool mom. She's a cool mom. Not the, the weird mean girl one where you walk in and you're like, condoms anyone? That, no, my mom uh. kicked my ass. That's not what we do. But um, anyway, it's changed because I try to tell people this is real yeah. and it's almost offensive to me. And I'm being honest because a lot of people don't believe, but for me that knows it's real, it's offensive when people don't wear a face covering. And I do when I'm going for a run and I, I pass a person, I put my mask on and they don't. And I'm almost like, yo, you should say thank you that I put my face covering, right. but you didn't. Right. That's also the South side of Chicago in me, but you know, like it's a thing, you know, and besides that, like traveling and stuff, I see people get in fights because you know, the person doesn't want to wear a mask. I'm personally not traveling because I'm not going to sit on a flight for four hours yeah. with a face covering on and all of those things. So I know it's not comfortable and I'm not trying to get COVID. 
Right. So I want people to be careful, wear your face covering. It's not offensive. That's another thing. Have you been around a person where they kind of like, they like they're touchy feely. So like, say right now, if I was talking to you, I would like go and touch you. Yeah. Would you be comfortable saying, Hey Nina, I'm sorry. There's a pandemic. I mean, I don't want to sound rude, but please don't touch me because I did that to somebody, one of my neighbors. Yeah. I almost cursed. <laughs> That's why I call myself. <laughs> but you know what? I don't care. I'll, can I curse? Well, I'm not going to say F. The uh, sure. But I was like this bitch. She got so like, she gave me the look. She gave me the snarky attitude. She hasn't been the same as a neighbor in the building. And I'm like, because I tell you to respect my boundaries and please don't touch me. It's a whole damn pandemic out here. Yeah. How's that offensive? Yeah. I don't find that offensive. Right. If somebody tells me, please don't touch. Me. I'm not going to touch you because there's a pandemic. And I feel like it could be disrespectful and I shouldn't. We should not be physically touching each other. Right, right. Um, you know, I'm single and don't have children, pets, plants. I'm just not that girl. But that would be the only person I would touch yeah. because they would have to be quarantined with me. I take it seriously and I suggest other people do too. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I'm on the same boat. I, I was I was quarantined, isolated. For like five straight months, I was at my place and I would call the guys like, hey, I'm, I'm losing my mind over here. I, I need to get back at, at Hubway. We're fine. So we were out for five months. We're back now after after five months. We've been here for about three, four weeks now. Um, but yeah, no, it's been, you know, mid-March we left and I've, we've taken it very serious. So I'm on the same boat as you. But you would be okay with telling somebody, can you please respect how would you say it? How would I say? It? I think I would be. I don't know. I'm like. I'm See, kind of, and that's the thing. I'm some people nice, are not okay with speaking up. Please don't touch me because they feel like it's rude to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's a thing to say, right? I, like, I think I would say in a in a joking manner. That's my way of like getting things across. I'd be. I don't know. I'd make a joke out of it. But like, I'm not joking. You know what I mean? One of See, those I things. don't say. I didn't say it rude. I literally said, "Hey, I know this sounds rude." Because, you know, because it would sound rude, like, please don't touch me. I said, I'm not saying that like that towards you, but there's a pandemic and I just, can you, like, we shouldn't be touching each other. And she just, and I was like, oh, you don't even know where I'm from, girl. <laughs> Lucky that we're neighbors because I'm not about to have beef in my building. That's about it. <laughs> how, how have you, how have you stay connected with your friends, with your family members with your fans what has been the the tool that that you or the app that you, you have used the most during this time that's a good question um well the phone with the family and with friends because i've lived in so many different states for what i do throughout the years that i have friends that are really dear friends in different states so the phone you know texting calling with my family but Instagram, I'm really like the live thing makes me feel weird because like if I'm on live, I feel like I'm just sitting there like, oh, you're supposed to be paying attention to me. What am I supposed to be? That's always weird <laughs> for me. But um, yeah, like through Instagram with posting, I'm very responsive and stuff. But it's just been that I haven't really. And then with work, everything's Microsoft Teams. And then I still do <laughs> television, Teams. you know, like in Chicago, that's through Zoom. So, yeah. What about you? Uh, I would say the same. Zoom. Uh, Do you feel we're doing Instagram lives? Yeah, I, yeah. Right? I'm, I'm Don't not, you feel like you're kind of like, watch I'm, me. Look what I feel, I'm doing. I feel like, like a like a fish in a fish tank. You know? Yeah. Just, just people like, all right, entertain us. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Right? Okay, good. I'm not alone. <laughs> I'm not alone. Um, when it comes to when it comes to tech, what would you say is is what you see yourself using the most? um in the coming years would do you see yourself um you know on, on on your phone or your laptop like what would you say is that is that next thing vr most definitely i would say your social media zoom i guess as well with you know doing stuff like that's the way that you're gonna do it if you know being a contributor on television zoom is the thing um, corporately, it's Microsoft Teams, but I would say it would probably be, I'm not more of a TikTok person because yeah. I'm not a dancer and all that, yeah. you know, I don't do all those things. Although I know it's a popping thing. I'm not that technologically advanced. I do my Instagram, I do my Zoom, I do my Microsoft, I do things that I need to do to get by, but I'm not that TikTok person that's going to be like, great, I'm going to do this dance and become viral. I'm not like, <laughs> I'm just not. Are you? <laughs> do you do those <laughs> <things>? <laughs> On TikTok, do you like to do I'm things? not, I'm not a TikToker. I'm yeah. not a TikToker. Thanks, Mondo. Yeah, I don't feel alone. Come on, got you. Boom. Um, I'm not a TikToker. I, I do, uh, I do see 
virtual meetings being more of a thing, even post COVID, yeah. mm -hmm. um, it will save me hundreds of hours, thousands maybe, um, just driving around LA. Right. You know, like, hey, you know, uh, let's let's meet. Let's do. I mean, sometimes I love uh, you know a face to face combo, yeah. but. Not all, you know, meetings have to be face-to-face -face combos, you know? No, like I 100% agree. And I think that now corporate places, that's why people like, well, I think it's like Microsoft and Google have said that you can indefinitely work from home. Like, right. that's, why are you paying rent on somewhere where you can just now work from home? You find out who can work from home and the meetings and things. So it's actually changing everything at this point. If you haven't adjusted to the new normal, you're going to be left behind. Yeah, definitely. There's an app called Blue Jeans. And, Talk to me about and, blue and it has nothing to do with with uh, denim. Okay, uh, it's a uh, it's a really cool app. I'm wondering why it's uh, called Blue Jeans. Then. I, 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 you know, I don't know that, but I know it's a cool app. It's a it's another uh, type of uh, like video chat. Um, and check it out. It's it's pretty cool. Shout out to my Verizon fam as well who put me up on it. Shout out to Verizon. I did lots of work with them during the pandemic. They would do their concerts from home. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. With Billie Eilish, with Usher, with uh, several different artists of different genres. And I worked with them. So thank you, Verizon, because I appreciate you and I adore you. Speaking of Usher, you have a TBT posted on your Instagram with Usher. I do. You guys are holding hands. It looks like a very special, <laughs> you know, maybe intimate moment there that you guys share. Talk to me about that, 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 that day, that moment. First know? of all, as you can see, I don't give a damn and I'm very honest. And I'm <laughs> like, hey, listen. And it was a moment where I was talking to him, where I was telling him how much I love him. This was the first time I met him. And and this is when I was doing mornings in Chicago. I was on WGCI doing mornings. And I was also doing afternoons on 103.5 KISS FM. I was very proud of that because nobody's ever done a major market on two different formats with the same name. Like I was very, very and I That's am. To break. Thank you. I'm very proud of that for the simple fact that women should know that anybody should know that you don't have to get stuck as an urban DJ. Right. Or as they would call it, a one-trick pony. I can do different formats and still, you know, just versatility. A, versatility. Yeah. And as a woman, and as a Latina. Yeah. You know that that. So anyway, I was telling him I'd never met him, and I love his music, and I have no idea what we were talking about that very moment. But I was just like, and I did like this. And I <laughs> yeah. took his hand, and he took my hand while he was leaning back, and I just remembered that that was the specific, and all everybody was like. Did you just hold hands? And it took a minute. I held his hand. Yeah. He, Usher's really sweet. A lot of people have things to say because they hear rumors and things like that. You should never judge by other people's rumors or he said, she said, or what they believe. You should always meet a person, no matter who they are, yeah. and form your own opinion of that person. I firmly believe that. Who is your, your celebrity crush? Dwayne The Rock Johnson, no question. If that man was not married, The Rock, hello, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you daddy. <laughs> he's, just, he's, he's married, so I'm not disrespecting, <laughs> but sorry, I, I got dreams about your husband. He just honestly. looked at the camera up and down, like mm. it, was, it was Dwayne The Rock Johnson just now. <laughs> he does it for me, fam. He does it for me. Um, you know, being being in 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 radio. I'm sorry. I want to know yours. My what? My your celebrity crush, Jennifer Lopez. Of course, she's come on. She's hot. She's body goals for like me. Oh, but man. she's hot. I love J Lo. J Lo is amazing. I've I've had the, the chance to meet her. You did? I've never met her, and I love her. Oh man, she's she's she. So when she's I first, when I first the first time I met her. Um, we were in a uh, like a music like a music meeting. You know, they go and artists come into radio stations. They they, they come in uh, and then they play you their new latest song, yeah, right? Yeah. So she was sitting like in a, a six uh, person table, and she's sitting right across from me. And um, you know, and your hands are sweating. No, no. Okay, whole, no, I'm just kidding. Time, the whole, yeah. maybe. <laughs> You're all clammy. <laughs> the whole time she's sitting right in front of me, and she's just like, you know, giving me the 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 eye, like you like my you like my song, you like my song, and I'm just like, yeah, it's good. And she played another one, and I was like, oh yeah, this is good. And she's just smiling. The Y'all, why don't you time. get up and go turn it up? Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just I, I should have. I should have done that. I should have done that. No, but the entire time I'm just thinking in my head, like, oh my God, J Lo, J Lo's Dude, I would is be like looking that and I'm a girl. at me. I would be like that, and I'm a girl. 
Yes. Yeah. No. Shouts to 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 J Lo. Jennifer man. Lopez, I love you, yeah. and not like I love you, like I want to do things with you, but I love you, like I want to do things with you as a friend. Like you are the chick. Yeah. I love yeah. J Lo. No, she is. She is. I've had a I've had a crush on on J Lo since I was like a like an early teenager. Ain't like, nothing wrong with that, baby. You picked a good. You know one. what I'm saying? And, and and still, I think she's she's the baddest in the game. You know. Sh- I mean, I concur. <laughs> yeah. yeah so shout out to, to, to Jenny from the Black. Jenny from the Black. Um, you growing up in, in Chicago, now being, you know, doing stuff in L.A., how does, how is it to be a, you know, how does a girl from Chicago end up working and being the voice for, like, uh, the Dodgers, the Clippers? Thanks for knowing that. How 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 does that happen? How does that feel? Do you feel like you're kind of betraying your city a little bit too? Not at all, because we are <laughs> because I am not a Cubs fan, and so it's not the same division. God, I'm it. from the South Side, and I'm White Sox all day. So if it came down to it, I love my Dodgers, my boys in blue, but I wouldn't feel like I'm like betraying anybody because the White Sox and the Dodgers. Are, like I'm not a Cubs fan. I'm sorry. People are like, oh my god, you're from Chicago. You should totally represent. No, I don't. When it was the Dodgers against the Cubs all day, I was wearing my Dodgers and I was like, F the scrubs. I'm not doing that. So a blessing, I would say another blessing. I um, was already working with iHeartMedia here in Chicago. They brought me here um, from Chicago. And when I was working, they asked me to audition because they were looking for a female voice for the imaging for AM 570 LA sports. Yeah. And they were like, it's the home of the Dodgers and the Clippers and whatever. And I was like, all right. They were like, well, we've heard your voice before. So can you like audition? So I did like what they call some sweepers, some liners. Yeah. And I just went for it and they were like, okay, you're hired. Like we don't need to do anything else. Cause Super I cool. added a little Spanish flair in there and you know, we need a little Spanish flair. Cause let's be honest with you, LA Dodgers, we're a lot of Hispanics out here. Yeah, oh, excuse yeah. me. Latin acts out here. <laughs> and you know, and so, so I was like that, that's what happened. And I felt like it's such a huge blessing because my dad, Mando. Yeah. I call him like dad. Because my tío Rogelio used to take me to, we used to go to Wrigleyville, to the Wrigley Field, but not for the Cubs. We would go in the Dodgers. We'd travel to Chicago. My tío Rogelio used to live out here. And he would be like, um, mija, we're going to see the Dodgers, not the Cubs. Cool. (laughs) So I grew up like that. Plus, my dad used to take us to Comiskey before it was like U.S. Oiler Field and Guarantee Rate Field. And so it was originally Comiskey. And so my dad loved the Dodgers as well. And I called my dad and I was like, dad, mind you. I've already been in the game for like years and all these radio stations. I've moved around. Yeah. Tell my dad, I become the voice of AM 570 LA sports, the female voice. So when you hear the men saying, you're listening to AM 570 LA sports, I'm the chick who's like the home of the LA Dodgers. And my dad was like, Oh my God, Mihai, I've never been so proud of you. (laughs) That's a dad. I've been in the game and moved around several times on radio and you only care of me reading the home of the LA Dodgers. Yes, actually, I'm not going to lie to you. I do. So yeah. 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 You know, it's funny you say that because, um, you know, I've been in, I've been in, in, in media for, you know, 15 years now. And, um, congratulations. That's a long time to last. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, my, my pops will only really recognize when I do um, stuff for like Univision. Or, right. You know, or, and where are you from? I didn't ask your parents. My, my parents are from uh, a state called Colima in, Me- okay, yeah. in, in Mexico. Yeah. And uh, they're actually from a, a smaller town in Colima uh, called Tecoman. Okay. So it's, which is, you know, in the Pacific and um, coast. You know, we love the beach. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that whole vibe. So. And That's me, what, we had like a rancho, you know, my grandfather still Durango. does have land. I used to have a goat. He was my, actually, I don't want to talk about it. It hurts. So a friend the of mine, hurts. which a friend of mine, which you and I both know, Sour Milk. Yeah. Uh, we had him on Mondo and Friends. I will say this. I've never met him in person, but he's always been kind. He and just incredible to me. Yeah. Um, those are my brothers. LA yeah. Leakers, ever, yes. They've always, I've never had a problem with anybody. Like they've always been so kind. Yeah. So, but I've never met him in person. So let him know that I think he's a very nice person. That's fam. I would definitely yeah. let him know. He's his family's from Durango. Shut up. So my question to you is: I don't know if it's like something that only his family does, or it's a Durango thing. Have you heard of uh, something called discada? 
Now I'm scared. What? Now you have? Okay. Because the way See, you said so, it, I'm like. Sa sour just, milk, man. This is something only your fam does, bro. Well, I want to know. It's bomb, though. It's bomb. I would, I would tell you. It's it's um, it's um, it's called disgada, disgada with a D, right? Like a disco. Which is um, why I'm scared to respond to So they, like they throw else. a bunch of different types of, of, of meats in there. So it's like chorizo and bacon. Uh, so like a paella, except not seafood. Like a paella with... Just a bunch of like, it's it's like if you go to a taco truck and you say, all right, give me all the meats in one taco. Hook that so up. It's, Except I'm not eating lengua and I'm not eating barbacoa because again, my story about my chivito is a whole thing. But yeah. Wait, wait, wait why don't you eat barbacoa? Because I had a goat. Oh. And it's a sad story. <laughs> if you really want to know it, I'll tell you, damn, it hurts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, we won't go there. We won't go there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've said the story before. But it was my chivito, man. Yeah, no. R.I.P. Chivito, but chuyito. Chivito. Oh, chivito. Oh, okay, man. fine. You want to know the story? I used to feed it little corn chips and stuff when I was a little girl. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. We're we're already in it. Let's let's do it. It was in Guanajuato. I was a little girl. I was like eight. My mama cuca and mi papache may they rest in peace. We were there, and I had a friend. I named him Chivito. And so I would feed him corn chips and stuff every day. I would go talk to him. And kids were mean because if you were a gringa, if you were from, you know, the States, they wouldn't want to play with you or talk to you because they would make fun of you because you're not from Mexico. So Chivito was my friend. And I was eight, mando. And, and, and I couldn't find him one day. Oof. And so I would not leave the room. And I'm like, my mom would be like, yeah, mija, yeah, vamos a comer. So I would go sit down to go eat dinner. This is like day four. I can't find Chibito. Oh. My mom's like, get over it. I'm about to slap you. Like, get your ass to the table. Yeah. So I come sit down and we start eating. I'm eating my tacos. And my papache, may he rest in peace. Mija, como te gusta la comida? Como te gusta la birria? How do you like the tacos? How do you like the meat? Ay, bien sabroso. I'm licking my fingers. And he's like, oh, es tu amigo. I'm eight. Who says that? How are you going to tell your... How are you going to tell your great-granddaughter wow. who's eight years old? I, that's your friend you're eating. That's why you couldn't find him. Dude. Oh. Who does that? So now I don't eat anything goat. I don't do no goat cheese. I don't care if I'm somewhere bougie in LA. They're like, oh, it's sprinkled with goat cheese. I'm not doing For that. For real? I'm not doing goat cheese. I'm not doing goat anything. No. <laughs> still, I'm still affected, man. Wow. You don't even call uh, LeBron James the goat. Like it's that, I do not it's speak of goats. <laughs> and by the way, it's not LeBron James. It's Michael Jordan. That's the Ooh, I get it. I get it. I mean, <laughs> if you ask me, I would say Kobe Bryant, but you know. Oh. R.I.P. R.I.P., man. Young Kobe. Um, let's talk. <laughs> Are you gonna laugh at my chivito story? Chivito, you could you, you could technically have uh, barbacoa like beef barbacoa, right? Or nah, not, fam. I'm not doing anything that could be that confused could be, with that could with be. goat. It's like a cannibal, like cannibal, cannibal, like yeah. Silence of the Lambs. I'm not doing yeah, it. yeah. But you're not vegan, right? Or no, nah, man. I eat meat. <laughs> you eat meat. Yeah. <laughs> my my parents did me dirty. My dad did um, with uh, with something like that. We went to we were in, in Tecoman, Colima, Mexico, right? And um, I was uh, probably 11, 12 years old. They they give me something. So out there, I have to tell you, um, there's a lot of palm trees and there's a lot of iguanas. Okay, right? that sounds Miami. So they uh you you know they give me a play. I'm eating whatever. And uh, they're like, oh, está bueno. Same thing. Same thing like, like you. Está bueno. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's good. Good. Oh, sí, sí. Uh, es iguana. And I'm <gasps> like, oh, my gosh. Like, what? It's no, iguana. iguanas used to come into my place when I was on the air in Miami. They would, like, crawl in and I'd freak out. They would make you eat the iguana? No, yo, that's like eating a frog leg. I'm not doing that. Or, like, a crocodile or yeah, something. Yeah, oh, or, yeah. like, eating, like, a chocolate grasshopper. I'm not doing none of those things. Yeah, well, they they tricked me and they they, they, they fed me iguana. That's mean. Oh, sabe, sabe pollo, no? Es pollitos. And, then, and I was like, ah, oh, no, Pobrecito, good. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Are so, iguanas not your friend or are you terrified I'm, of them? I'm I'm cool with iguanas. They're, they're I, I can I can talk about them. I can't talk about freely goats. and no, they don't, I can't. Yeah, yeah. Really. So, but we shout have out a bond to, now, Mando. Shout out to Chivito. Though. Are you a Chivas fan? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Y'all are laughing behind the. You don't see these people, but behind the camera, they're laughing. And you know what? You're probably laughing too. But you know what? R.I.P. Chivito. R.I.P. Chivito. Next subject, my hashtag. Hashtag. Let's make. Let's give my hashtag. <laughs> R.I.P. Chivito. Chivito. This is going to be the episode where you do a hashtag just for the this episode. It's my friend, man. <laughs> hashtag Chivito. 
When we say Verizon te da más, we mean it. La red más premiada ahora incluye Disney Plus, Hulu e ESPN Plus. Todos pueden tener lo que quieren sin pagar de más. Y todo desde 35 dólares por línea. The network more people rely on te da más. Cámbiate a Verizon. I know you're a big fan of, of sunglasses. You're, you're deep in the sunglass game. You have your own pair of sunglasses, your own Dude. pair of shades. I'm a big vintage sunglass connoisseur. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So talk you're to me. You're going to have to get a pair of my unisex Shy to LA sunglasses. So, okay, so tell me about the LA to Chicago or Shy to LA. Shy to LA, right? Yes. Talk to me about the shades. You know what? And if our friend could bring them, they're inside my bag. If she opens it, the case oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have you try them on because they're unisex and I want you to try them on. You can go in my purse and just open it, yeah. But look, so um, I moved to LA and I was on Larchmont and there was an optique shop called Alexander Dawes. And so I had this vision of these lenses. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Actually, there, there you go. Um, and feel free to try them on because they're unisex. All right, um, But it. anyway, so I was on Larchmont and I had this vision of this lens and so I asked the guy, um, and it happened, the owner was there and he's never there. And I was like, hey, do you know how I can get this lens? He's like, no, we don't, you know, they don't make those. If you wanted to get one made, you'd have to pay for just one pair of glasses yeah. and get that made. But you could pick a frame here and then we could create the lens. Point of the story, we've got them double dipped to get to the perfection of the color that I wanted. And I made them specifically for myself, Mondo, because I just wanted to be fly because I wanted these glasses for me. I and then you. I started getting all of these compliments from people on the street, from like you. soccer moms to celebrities. I think I have a, too big of a head. No, you don't. I Let like me see. The, I like the gradient. Let though. me see. You don't have too big of a head. They look good no? on your face. Am yeah. I lying? Am I lying? Good, they look good, good. Good. They come in gold, silver, bronze, and black frames. There's something on this lens on the on the right side. There's like a dot there. I don't know if you yeah, see it, a, but I yeah, just... they look good on you. Thank you. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Um, I'll give you the family and friends discount. You know what? I'll give you a pair. But yeah, silver, gold, bronze, and black. Fifteen anyway, percent off. Fifteen percent off for me. <laughs> uh, no, thirty percent off. Oh, got it. Like, yeah. So anyway, um. I was getting compliments from everybody from like a, a woman in the bank of a different demographic to a man, to a celebrity, to whatever. So I was like, you know what? Like I need a side hustle because everybody yeah. does, by the way. So I went back to the guy who helped me create them. And I was like, hey, do you want to collaborate? Like, can we make And he was like, you know what? Let's do it. And that's what happened. That's and dope. so I ended up naming the design because I plan on making more glasses. He's going to be my collaborator in the future Super as well. Dope. So now I'm going to start making different lenses, different frames. And that's how I got in the sunglass game. That's I love what happened. it. I love They're it. They're sold in Chicago and... Um, at 900 North Michigan in the Bloomingdale's building on the fifth floor. And they're sold in the in the shopping district on Oak Oak Street. Um, so not to toot my own horn, but like Harry Winston is across the street. And so is Jimmy okay. Choo. Christian Louboutin is to the okay. right. It's one of those. Talk that Nina talk. got her a little Rodeo, but Michigan Avenue. <laughs> um, and then in the marina in the Bay. And yep. then here in L.A. and Larchmont. So God's been good. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. And thank you for even bringing it up. Yeah, no, of course. That's, that's awesome. So, you know, obviously this is like your, I wouldn't even say your side hustle. This is one of your hustles. Um, what's what's next for you? Like, what is that? What is that next thing that 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 Nina Chantel wants to do with her career? I want to be the female Ryan Seacrest. We don't have a female that's a Latina that can talk to different demographics, as we said, yep. diversity and yep. has been around the map where I know how Dallas, Texas is, how Austin, Texas is, how Miami, Florida is, how Los Angeles is, how we move in New York because we work in L.A. and Chicago and have to go to New York to work. Being from L.A., you know, living and I'm sorry, but Los Angeles has become my home. Um, you know, I've been here for over five years. It's home now, you know. And, and I feel like we just need women that represent other women the right way. We're showing too much, excuse me, TNA on the gram. Yeah. We're doing too much to attract attention because that's what we think is going to get us in front of a camera. I'm doing it the right way and spreading a positive message and helping others because the power of the microphone is a powerful thing. Yeah. And I feel that that is where I'm supposed to be as well. So uh, while I would love to continue doing radio because that's my my passion as well, and um, I would I, I want to to do I need to be on camera as well because it's so important to spread messages like we were talking about the pandemic to tell young ladies that you can do this. Yeah, I was I came from the south side of Chicago and 
I don't need to scold you and tell you that you can do this. I'm living proof that you can do this. And we can work hard at something. We need to show articulation and be be proud of being educated and not yes. talking slang and doing those things. If we don't choose to do that, just yeah. because we feel like we need to fit a demographic, right. we don't need to do those things. We don't need to dumb ourselves down. We've been taught to dumb ourselves down. Yeah. Women have been taught that if I show boobs and, and ass on Instagram, that's how I'm going to get influencers. You don't, that's not how you need to move. When we say Verizon te da más, we mean it. La red más premiada ahora incluye Disney Plus, Hulu e ESPN Plus. Todos pueden tener lo que quieren sin pagar de más. Y todo desde 35 dólares por línea. The network more people rely on te da más. Cámbiate a Verizon. You know, you've been in, in LA for some time now. What is that go-to food spot that you got it? Like you got this, this you're going to celebrate a big moment. Where do you go? Oh. I'm going to celebrate a big moment. Um, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I know it sounds bougie and like L.A., but the people that have been really, really good to me, Toca Madera. Toca Madera. They've been so good to me. And so has Beauty and Essex. They have been great to me. I like going out for runs on a Sunday and going to brunch at Vernetti on Larchmont because they have a nice outdoor brunch. Um... Also, Thai food in Burbank, like on Riverside, I love Gindi Thai. And yo, a good margarita and an authentic um, enchilada, um, Don Cuco's right there in Burbank. Mm. And if you want to get bougie with it, with some fly lobster quesadillas mm. where I add poblano peppers and mushrooms and a good skinny mark, Javier's. Really? My favorite, that sounds bomb. I, but I've my favorite, favorite, South Beverly Grill with the Hawaiian ribeye and the grilled chicken salad, the coconut shrimp rolls, and you could get your wine at the wine shop next door and they don't even uh, charge you for a cork fee because you bought it right next door and they put a little sticker and you can open it over there. Now you're fancy. Oh, I love my wine. <laughs> so, what about you? Um, uh, I'm, I'm pretty fan. I'm pretty bougie. Um, See, so why you talk? I like, I like going to King Taco. You're so crazy. Wait, which I'm, one? Because I get my hair done in Glendale, so I know the one off a of brand. Oh, oh that's, the, to, that's the bougie one. So you that's go it. to the one like I'm, right in the yeah, heart, no, like by the I'm, train station. What area is that right I'm there going, by the train tracks? I'm going Cesar Chavez. Okay. You know, I'm going off Olympic, you know, that's, that's. You got to take me to one of your spots. One oh, of your yeah, spots. yeah. 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 So if, let me see. <laughs> Yo, I, I came back from France. Oh. This fool just said you bougie. I came back from France. Wait, he just threw that you got, in there. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta follow me on this one. I came back from France. I flew in. First spot I went to, and I wanted to go to was King Taco. That's how much King Taco for me is like. Taco. What's your favorite taco from King Taco? Oh no, I do burritos. Oh, the burritos. Okay. Yeah, I do the burrito there. If you're gonna do a salsa, are you gonna go tamatillo roja? I got it. You know what? I, <laughs> I you know, I, I got um. I get heartburn now, so I gotta go green. You know, sotomatillo. <laughs> do you? I add lots of lime to my stuff. Do you do lime? Do oh I yeah. Add, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I haven't found a place to get tamales. You gotta show me a place to get tamales. You know what? I don't know of spot either. I usually get them from you know from from a lady. Okay, whatever. I don't even know what it's that just, is. So it's just like that. that's how you know they're they're good. It's like. Yeah, oh, but it's COVID. Who? I can't be out here going to the street vendors. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm no, like someone, like someone, you know, someone's like. The, uh, someone's, you know, exactly. Mom well, I don't have a the idea. It's like, oh, who, who made these bomb tamales? It's like, oh, the, that this lady, this one lady. That's how you know they're bomb. Okay. You don't just go to like in any restaurant and get it. But that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, so you got to put me on to who the lady is that I need to be going. I got to. you. I got cool. you. Cool. I got you. Um, let's talk about you being in in this in this game, loving what you do. Uh, interviewed a lot of people, a lot a lot of people. Favorite interview? Favorite person to That's have interview? That's a really good question. You know what? Shout out 50 Cent. That's family. And 50 is, whoo, we've had so many fun interviews. I'll never forget back in Miami when this was like, oh, three. It was G-Unit was still popping. So he came in with Lloyd Banks. Wow. Um, uh, he came in with uh, Tony Yayo and Young Buck, and my studio smelled like straight reefer. And it was when he broke up with Vivica Fox on like wow. a voicemail. 
And he gave me all the details, although he did not want to. He was being a gentleman, but I just was we were just having fun. And yeah. so he has always been nothing but freely open to answer questions with me. But although people see Fifty in a different way and they're like, oh, my God, he's so rude and he jokes around a lot while he does to others. I will publicly say he's been nothing but a complete gentleman towards me from day one, no matter if he ran into me in the hallway here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Never forgot my name, never walked past me and was too busy for me. Him and Fat Joe, they're both like that with me. Um, yeah, very, very sweet people. Good piece. Fat Joe is is a funny, funny dude. Like, he's, yeah, he's just, family. Yeah, it's like super cool to, to hang with. I, um, but you know what? Uh, another person, excuse me, I'm yeah. so sorry to cut you no, off. No, please. Another person that is very fun and very, don't be fooled. He's very intellectual. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. He is a very, he's a brilliant man. He really is. Shout out Mike very, Tyson. Is is his comeback fight still happening? Yeah, they had rescheduled it because it was supposed to be September 16th and it's still coming. Yeah. Nice. What is the most awkward moment you've ever had? Scarface. Scarface, talk to me about that. He was very rude. He answered the phone in the middle of our interview. It kept ringing. I asked him to please silence it. We were live on the radio. We were breaking his record. Never forget, I was in Miami and he answered the phone as I asked him not to. And he answers it while we're live. He knows the microphone's on and he starts saying curse words. Oh no. What up, N-word? Get the F out of here, da 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 da. I told my DJ at the time, stop the record, cut his mic off. I said, I'm going to ask you to leave. Wow. And that was the end of that. And that's the last time I saw Scarface. I was really crazy. You got the watered down version of Nina in LA. I was bad when I was in Miami. I was bad. I would say some stories. I would not give a damn on the air. I was bad, Mando. When, when did that change? Uh, when they were like, you can't say that, you gotta <laughs> calm down, the da 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 da. And then, you know, you get older and then you kind of try to be more respectful as a lady. Yeah, you right. can't try to, you know, educate others if you're not doing yourself. Right, right. Look at you. So I have, I have these, these rapid fire questions for you. Ooh, fun. And um, as fast as you can. Oh, gosh. Okay. If you can answer these. Oh, for my God. Me. This is fun. I've always wanted to do this. It's like I'm on Ellen. <laughs> sort of, sort of. Uh, <laughs> this is Eleno. <laughs> All right. So, salsa or reggaeton? Oh, reggaeton. Tacos or burritos? Tacos. LA or Chicago? Don't do that to me. I'm not choosing. I mean, I'm my hometown <laughs> and my home. I'm not doing pass, that. Pass, pass. Yeah. Uh, favorite superhero? I'm not a superhero person. So Wonder Woman, because it's a woman. Okay. What is your favorite hobby? Laying on a massage table, getting a massage. Hey. Or drinking wine. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that considered a, a hobby? Like, to me, it is. <laughs> <laughs> favorite Spanish show. Can I say it was a novela before? Yeah. It was Dos Mujeres Un Camino with Ooh. Bibi Gaitan. Yeah, yeah. And Selena, may she rest in peace, was on there um, with the man from Bronco. That was my best. And Rosalinda was good too. But yeah, those were my favorite. That's like, oh, Bibi Gaitan was, was hot. She back was, in the day. yeah, beautiful. What new technology will transform the future? I think it already has because the, the, on, the camera, like the FaceTime, turned into other things like Zoom, Microsoft, um, Teams, and what you said, the blue jeans thing. Yep, yep. So I think the cameras already have made that happen. Who is your best? What is your best feature? Your best feature. It doesn't have to be physical, just... My heart, my personality, my heart, because I have pure, genuine heart. Oh I, I, I know that I'm a good person because that is how I've been blessed, is for spreading peace to others. I like that. Hmm. What is your favorite Latinx food? Why Latinx? Like, why can't we just say, like, okay, but whatever, I get it, it's politically correct. Um... I guess it would be tacos, but that's so basic, huh? A really fire quesadilla? Like, my mom makes the most, like, some frijoles y una quesadilla. Like, that's bomb for me. You, you put frijoles in the quesadilla? Yeah. Or, or like, a like you put, I, but I like to watch my calories. So I'll get one tortilla, and then I'll put the cheese, and then I'll flip it. And then before it melts, you add a little bit of the frijoles, and then you smash it. 
fire. And then you dip it con un poquito de salsa. You know how to do it. <laughs> What's your nickname? Dang. Or something that they call you that no one else knows about. You know what? I don't even know. Because I get a lot of Nina Neen and I get a little Niner. And I get nine. Like everybody plays differently. Niner. With nine, You're a 49er niner. fan too, right? I'm a Chicago Bears fan. You're a Bears fan. Yeah. But when it was the Super Bowl, I'm on the air in the Bay. So 49ers all day. Plus Robbie Gold was on the Chicago Bears and now he's on the 49ers. I'm an NFL fan. So that's my Got name. it. Got it. Are you a snorer? You know what? I don't know because I'm single and I live alone. <laughs> and I couldn't say because... I've never lived with a man or anybody else. So honestly, that's a good question. I don't know. Hmm. I think that we all are when we do heavy drinking and we pass out. I think we all snore during that time. So yeah, I'm not quite sure. That's a good question. No, that's, I like the honesty in that. There's a lot of women who say, I don't snore. Right? I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't I'd, know. Have to, I'd have to go to sleep in the same room as somebody and have to tell me. What, what is the best? Women also say that they don't toot. Without sounding like, you know, the F word, toot is more feminine right. to say passing of gas. Women also say they don't do that. Girl, you human. You too. Right. Anyway, go ahead. Let them know. <laughs> it's like, how do we girl, go there? Girl, girl you hu you're human. You girl, toot. You, you might do it silently, but that's it. Those are the worst, too. The silent killers? Not really. They could be a petite little toot where you just don't make noise. A petite and it toot. Yeah. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> <laughs> Best song to play at a Latino party. Oh, suavemente. Mm. The Cubs, the White Sox. I already said White or the Sox. Dodgers. All day. <laughs> oh, again, I answered that already. Different leagues, White Sox. I could be White Sox and Dodgers. There's no way I have to pick one. And lastly, does Nina Chantel like to perrear? I wouldn't specifically particularly say that. I wouldn't particularly say that. You know, I'm very much a homebody. Like You could perrear at home. Yeah, you can, huh? Yeah. What, what if I turn some of these questions on you, Mando? <laughs> How do we feel about these, Mando? Do you? Yeah, yeah you know, some, it's, it's a good workout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, you know, I really, I would, I would say no. I Don't look it. at me like you're questioning it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 sure, 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 Nina. All right, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Um, I, uh, I appreciate you. Thank you so, so much for, for coming by today. No, thank you for the invitation. This has been really fun, and you are so nice and very genuine, and I feel really good vibes for you. I'm very comfortable, and I wish you nothing but the best of luck in the future. Thank you. May the Lord continue to give you the blessings, baby. Same to you, Nina. Yeah. And, and, and please, uh, you know, share where, where people can follow you. Uh, on social. Uh, yeah, um, it's at Nina Chantel. It's uh, N-I-N-A-C-H-A-N-T-E-L-E -E on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, yeah, you can reach out to me. And it's not weird if you send me a message, unless you're a dude trying to holler. And don't be sending me pics, because I'm from the south side of Chicago. I'm going to reply to you, and I'm going to hurt your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Nina Chantel, yeah. Armando Fresco. This is Mondo and Friends, presented by Verizon.